Welcome to the Hustle System podcast, where we unpack the patterns of success and failure for some of my favorite people on planet Earth right now. Today, with me in the virtual studio, actually, we're both in LA, we've got Mr. Jerain Jones. What's up, brother? <laughs> What's going on, man? I love your energy right now. Super love your energy, because I was like, see, I was like, you know, I'm going to sleep in today, and typically I wake up at 4.50 a.m., but today was not one of those days, so your energy is feeding back into me so thank you so much it's the christmas spirit to offset the christmas munchies that we've all eaten it is lovely it's amazing and for those of you who don't know Jorane, uh absolutely amazing guy so i found out about you through ashley hahn and uh she was over at your place and you have these rooms that are like dedicated rooms with this cool art and i'm like what's this dude what's this what's this dude about and i started researching you and i'm like yo like you're from you're from texas you're like straight hip hop, like straight hip hop roots. And then now you've been featured in Forbes, an entrepreneur in uh, Impact Theory, Tom's thing. Um, so I'm like, dude, we, I gotta get you on. And your vibe, man, is unlike any other. So just from the bottom of my heart, welcome aboard. Thank you for taking the time. It's an absolute uh, blast. And you know, for those of the guys that maybe don't know who you are, do you have like a little tidbit of like, hey, this is what I stand for. This is my life principle. Let's Let's start there because I think in society where we are today, people are really defined more and more and more and more by what is, what is that core principle that is at the root of who you are because your vibe, man, it's outrageous. Every time I see you, you're, you're dialed in, you're present to the moment. And uh, let's, let's kick it off right on that. Well, first and foremost, thank you uh, for having me on. It's people like you that give stories like mine a voice that right there, I just want to acknowledge you for that and say thank you. Um, you know, at one point in my life, I didn't think Garen Jones mattered to anyone, not even myself. And now I know that Garen was put here on uh, for a purpose. But for people who do not know who I am, I'm. It, it's the typical story of somebody who's been through a lot. A lot of people have been through a lot, but most people don't know how to get out of it. So I went through a lot. I lived uh, in my car for two and a half years um, from 2009 to 2011. From 2003 to 2005, I was um, in prison for smuggling drugs over in, in Europe. You know, I, I tried to kill myself. I tried to kill myself several, several times. I was a stripper when I was 18. You know, my father was murdered. Um, I was just around. I ran around with, you know, a lot of troublemaker. So that became the pattern of my life. I never knew that I could change my way of being, my habits, my thoughts, my energy, and that would ultimately change my life until I actually picked up a book, went to a seminar, and I saw people that I could actually relate to that had lives similar to mine, and they changed their life. So what I am is a, is a, is a culmination of 
so many ideas from so many people that I saw and respected. And I just started doing things that they were doing. And over the years, my life is a manifestation of the thoughts that I gave the most power to. And now we are here in 2000 and almost 20. And I'm eight years removed from living in my car, trying to kill myself, ex-convict, still an ex-convict, but you can add a couple of commas onto there because I'm not trying to steal things and do crazy things to make money. It's, I understand that my value and what I have to offer in this planet, I've been rewarded for my value. So in hindsight, I didn't know that I had a purpose. And once I found there was a purpose for me to be on this earth through researching and books and learning more about myself and my habits and how I got to where I got to, I realized that there was a reason why I was here and I was going to let it be known by being vulnerable about my past and everything that I learned through the process, which for some reason, people like to hear that crazy stuff. And now we're here and I'm just so grateful that I get to just to be on your show and, 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 and share everything that is like really, really, really made a difference in my life. I love it. I love it. So now I'm embarrassed because I pronounced your name wrong. You're like, it's Garen. <laughs> You're like, I tried twice. To way. Like, twice. A, I'm like, mm. I tried to find a way because I didn't want to, I didn't want to correct you on here. So I tried to, oh, I don't, a way to weave it in. I don't sweat it. No, that was cool. I caught that. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh no, my, my team that prepped, like they, they messed up. Um, no, I love it. I did. I love it, man. Because, uh, there's some, sim there's some similar roots there actually with some of the, the street philosophies and uh, approaching business in a unique way. So I think one of the big reasons why people want to hear the story is one, living vicariously through your mistakes, right? Like, you know, for them, it, it becomes a romanticized reality similar to how say, um, you know, uh, an artist's musician's reality is kind of romanticized the, the idea of the drug dealer of the hustler, right? It, it ends up being proliferated through our culture. I think that's a big reason why people want to hear that. And I actually, you know, when you, when you look at, I want to unpack these a little bit more because I think it's important. You know, one of the big things that we do um, with, with our community here, with our audience is everybody's talking about hustle, entrepreneurship, but nobody's talking about the dark side of it. Nobody's talking about what happens when you have 15, 20 staff that you have to take care of. What happens to the, the psychological pressure? So um, what I want to actually uh, look into is can you maybe talk about some of those things that you tapped into as principles when you were when you were uh, working and you were in that darkness and you were having suicidal thoughts? Like we unpacked suicide several times. I've unpacked mine very openly, like uh, my considerations and my attempts at that very openly on other podcasts. So it's not anything that's going to be a sore topic that, that I think the more that we open up some of those doors and let some of that energy out, I think the, the more it becomes, you become a part of the community as well. And you realize, oh, well, that's cool. There's even more people that are uh, willing to not just hear out the story, but actually to kind of be supportive and say, hey, that's really cool uh, that you doubled down on those principles that were good and were able to pull yourself out. So how did you go about pulling yourself out? You mentioned the seminars, but what was the, the psychological anchor in your own mind that said, you know, en enough, like, enough is enough. I am worth it. I'm going to do something great. What was that trigger? So the thing about it was I was never conscious of, 
of it when I started achieving results in that way. So it's like, my story is a little bit backwards. I just started doing things that I saw, but you can't see a picture while you're in the frame. So I was just, they, they say success leaves clues. I would see successful people and I would start reading the books that they're doing, dressing the way that they're dressing, paying attention the way they're pay, uh, paying attention, being generous with my time and my focus and my energy. And I, but I didn't know what that was. All I just know is, they were doing something different than I was doing. And I heard John T. Maxwell, um, the leadership philosopher say, successful people are willing to do the things that unsuccessful people won't do. Well, clearly I was unsuccessful. So there's something that they're doing that I'm not. So let me just at least copy what they're doing. And so I just started doing that. Results started to come, but I didn't know, like literally when you do those things, you you put yourself, you uh, posture yourself to be able to be, to energetically receive the results that are on that exact frequency. So if you can put yourself in, if you can think humans are the most powerful frequency in the world. So if you were like a radio and you turn it to country music and you put it on full blast, people who don't li listen to country is not gonna stop and dance to that song. You put it on hip hop. Whoever's listening to hip hop, they'll be like, oh man, that's my jam. And they start bobbing their head. Boom, you turn it on static, static heads are gonna stop. So whatever your attention is to, whatever your focus is, whatever you're in, however you feel about yourself, the value that you have in yourself, whatever you attune yourself to, whatever's on that level, whatever's on that frequency, what you want actually wants you. It will come to you faster than you even know it, but most people aren't aware. So what, they're, what they are aware of is, I don't like this. I feel so bad. I'm so broke. I'm insecure. Nobody likes me. When is it ever going to happen? When that, all of those things at one time becomes like static. Static has no clarity. And my wife always says all the time, clarity equals confidence. So if you're not clear on who you are and you're not clear on the most powerful force in the world, which happens to be love and everything that you're focused on is everything but love, well, then that's what you're attracting in your life. But see, I couldn't tell you this while I was going through it. This is all connecting the, connecting the dots going backwards. So there wasn't a specific instance where I was like, you know what? This is it. I remember being in my car while I was still $200,000 in debt. You know, my window busted out. I was on the corner of um, La Brea and Hollywood at this Mel and Moore place where I used to sleep. Um, and I just remember having my moment of awakening and I just yelled out. I'm like, okay, I'm tired of fighting. I don't want to fight anymore. I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. I want to be surrounded by nothing but positive people. I just want to inspire people and I want to make a bunch of money, but I want the money to represent something that I passionately believe in that I would do for free. Just show me a sign. I didn't know what any of this stuff was. However, I made a declaration. When I made a declaration, somehow the universe became plastic according to what I was ge generating my thoughts to. And everything after the decision of wanting something different from my life, what I now know was a part of my journey in shaping and cultivating me to be the man that I am today. So I can only 
talk about it now going backwards. But while it was then, while I was going back, I didn't have a seminar or a professor or somebody guiding me. It was just like this little lost kid on a journey. But for some reason, I'm doing all these things and all of these results are coming. I now know it's because my energy was right. My intention was right. My thoughts were directed towards something that was empowering myself and other people. I was working, I was praying, I was meditating every day, finding uh, uh, the goodness in everything bad in the world, finding those seeds to good. And when you think good, good is attracted to your life. Oh man, I love that. All right, all right, another, another loaded question. Do you pray? Every single day. Every single day. Do you, do when you have I wake a- up before bed, uh, um, when things happen, when things don't happen, when fa- when families are in dire need or hurt, it's just a part of a ritual for me and my wife. I love that. That's beautiful. You know, irrespective of what anybody listening uh, feels about religion, you, you mentioned a lot of, man, there's so, so many powerful things to unpack there. Uh, power of declaration, the power of surrender um, to allow yourself to be surrounded by the things that you need to have in your life, the power of prayer, the power of preaching. Um, you know, I don't want to turn it into a religion. I've got, I've got a prayer. I'll be a little vulnerable. I'll, I'll tell, I don't think I've ever done this on the podcast. I'll say my little prayer. So I, I do this every day. Um, after the gym, I'll, I'll hit, I'll hit the, you know, the Equinox here off of Vine, right? I'll hit that up, boom, uh, then swim some laps and do steam. And then in the cold shower, I'll turn it, I'll turn it as cold as possible. Um, and I'll just share this little prayer with everybody. I think it's now is a good time. So I say, dear Lord, Forgive me, protect me, and guide me towards the temple of flickering light. Mm. The valleys of sin and the mountains of struggle we will overcome. As Mm. sure as the dawn of the sun when it rises and night when it sets, your generous blessings and gifts I will never forget. I give you my body, my heart, and my soul through the passage of time. For in every single moment in which I am yours, you are mine, and together we shine. I ask you today... For the courage to love, the power to win, and shield and sword for the battles to come, both without and within. Amen. And then I'll add some, some other things for friends and family and et cetera. That, yeah, so. that was so calming to my spirit. Thank you for sharing that. And, and of course, it's not a, a, a religious podcast, but the thing about it is when people come on here, they share it their way. Yep. There is no right or wrong. There's only new levels of awareness and... You know, for me, it's, you know, I am a follower of Christ. However, my message is for all of humanity. And I speak the way I speak. I'm, I don't speak it where for I'll die. It's like, yo, I listen to Jesus and I listen to trap music. And I curse sometimes, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And I curse sometimes because I'm me at the end of the day. However, I believe what I believe, but I don't cast out my beliefs on anybody else. But this is just what works with me and what I tell people all the time. Find the most effective way that allows you to be your most elevated self, that allows you to, 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 to be at the most loving, peaceful nature that you can possibly be. For me, that just leads me in the direction of God. I can't speak for anyone else because I'm not anyone else. I'm me. Yeah, I, I think it's powerful. I think a lot of people will, will, will hear some of these things and disqualify, but then let me, if, if, you're, if, if you're listening, you fall in that category, let me, let me drop a bomb on you. Entrepreneurship is a religion. Really, pro, really process that. It's a, it's a set of principles, a set of modules. We're saying, look, it might be difficult. It might be challenging. It might push me to the absolute brink of collapse, but I'm going to do it. 
I'm going to do it. So that's just something for those of you that are listening. They're kind of rolling your eyes on my little stuff. Uh, I don't care. We don't care. We're going to keep rocking it. It's going to be good. It's a blast. I think uh, dialing in on those like core principles is so important. Um, all right, man, there's so much to unpack. Uh, clarity equals confidence. I love that. You can't see the picture while you're in the frame. Love that. Um, so much good stuff. What I really want to unpack next, I think, is this power of surrender. Because you had that moment and you said enough is enough and, and you opened up some energy channels. So maybe let's tie it back to, you mentioned uh, energy work. Um, yeah. Are we talking, uh, you know, power versus force levels of energy by Dotson? What are maybe some things that if people want to find out more about that, you would use as reference material for them to just take the first step, you know, get, I, get you know what? There's the power by Rhonda Byrnes. Okay. At a, such a power and, and listen, and I always encourage people, I, you know, there's some people, they'll just read a book. Oh, I was like, yeah, I read 40 books in 40 days or something like that. I was like, so what have you applied? And, and, and it, it's like, you're not getting the results. Then what you're doing is reading the book from memory. What you want to do is allow the book to become masterful to you. You must, you want to master the book. Like Bruce Lee, he was like, fear not the man who practices a, a, a thousand kicks. You're the man who practices one kick a thousand times. Why? Because it's, you're practicing it as a form of mastery. Master the books that you read. Master the audio the, the audiobooks. When you have a conversation with me, you will know who my favorite authors are. Like you'll know that I listen to the power of positive thinking and thinking and grow think and grow rich and Eric Thomas and things like that. It's because I listen over and over like a little kid is listening to a song over and over and over. Then they become the song, the dance, the melody. Well, my song, Dance and Melody, is something that attunes me to wealth because I'm, that's what I'm listening to over and over and over and over and over and over. That's my new song. Boom. So instead of dancing, I'm generating wealth. That's my new melody. And you see what I'm saying? Sometimes you are dancing. I was listening to Titan, the um, John D. Rockefeller autobiography, and I was literally like, He's like, you know, he's like, I'm becoming an oil titan. I'm like, oh yeah, this is the jam right here. I'm like, I'm loving it, man. Uh, that's so huge. This idea of dialing into a frequency, rising above, uh, staying there. What are some things that you do when the darkness creeps back in? Okay, so here, it's all about awareness. You can't change what you're not aware of. You look at the mind, the mind is like a garden. Weeds don't need anything to grow. The weeds, let's just say your mind is the garden and your past, the past negativity are weeds. You cannot get rid of those. However, you can focus on a more powerful energy and because you focus on the more powerful energy, it lessens the energy of the things that would keep you bound to your past, which is why when you continuously focus on the things of your past, your future is going to keep recreating itself. However, if you're focusing on the possibilities of the future, positive energy, generosity, those things like that, that kind of spiritual ecosystem that is what attuned you to be able to minimize the blows of the past which is why they won't creep up so whenever it creeps up which recently it just did but i wasn't aware because you can't see the picture while you're in the frame so when it does creep up i get to look at what have i been focusing on have i been scrolling what am i been oh 
That's why, you know what it is? I haven't been in my, when I run, I'm in flow. When I swim, I'm in flow. When I'm, when I'm creating something, I'm in flow. And this builds these protective walls so that anything from my past that tries to creep back in that darkness, it has to hit the first wall, the second wall, the third wall, before it can hit the inter innermost essence of me, which is my heart. So my thing is, Find rituals and find ways so that you can have so much power generated inside of you that's focused on the upper level of positivity and pretend like your body's a cup. If you're pouring inside a cup and you keep pouring and keep pouring and pouring and pouring, eventually you'll reach the top. You pour again, what's the water gonna do once, once it's at the very top? Spill over to the outside. Your life is a manifestation of what you've been pouring inside of you. So if you don't like what you see, the majority of what is showing in its physical equivalent is what you've been pouring inside. So if you pour positive and you're generous to people and you're kind to people, you let go of resentment and you're forgiving people and all these things like that, you're feeling everything, you do what you love, you're working at what you love, you're like in relationships you actually want to be in, you're pouring into that cup, pouring, pouring, pouring. So your life is a manifestation of that. If the manifestation is what you do not like, you get to look at what you've been pouring in and then just like oil and water, you get to pour in more water, it would eventually flush the oil out. Boom. Dude, I love I love that. I love that. Okay, so now what's going to happen is people are going to listen to this podcast. They're going to go in the bathroom, they're going to look in the mirror, and they're going to have a reality check with themselves on whether or not they like what they see. And I think we all have properties of ourselves we love. We love ourselves. We're attached to our little bodies while we're here in the short little time frame until we transcend to the great beyond, wherever that might be, however that might look. Um, but then there's little characteristics they're going to say, hey, I really wish I could change that. The thing is, though, and I see this time and time again with people I work with, with my mentoring students, with my staff, they're like, I just don't have the strength or I just don't have the courage or I just don't have, and this is what I want to unpack next, the support system around me to be able to do that. So one thing I find fascinating with you is you have a very unique energy circuit. When, when I observe the way you work, you've got a self-enclosed energy, it pours out, but you also provide your own support system for yourself. So it's like you created like a little trampoline for yourself, where it's in a worst case scenario, you just jump on the trampoline and you're right back up. Can you talk a little bit about that? What, what, what should somebody do if their family's not that supportive, if their friends aren't that supportive, if it's just them against the world, right? Just like Pac said, me against the world. What, what, are they, what do they do? What are some things that they can install in themselves to help themselves make it easier over the long term. People will amplify what they don't like if they keep looking for what they don't like. So what I tell people all the time, I was like, you're focusing on what's wrong with this picture instead of what's right. Because there's a seed that's part of a much larger picture inside of everything that you experience in life. So you're like, what's right with this? What's right? What, what is this? What is this? What, what's the good that I can find in this? What's the lesson? I'm always looking for the lesson. And because I'm always looking for the lesson, it eventually turns into a blessing. And it doesn't matter what it is. 
It's like, why did someone just steal my $15,000 tri triathlon bike? There is a reason. Why? Because I didn't ride it for two years. So I didn't appreciate it. And because I didn't appreciate it, it was like, you know, I feel like the universe, God or what have you, I just like God remove what, what wasn't in a way to make room for something else. Yep. You got to make room for what you want for, for that next level in your life. And if you don't make the room, then you're, it's almost like we're, we're human uh, cell phones. So say for instance, your iPhone four. Okay. Well, if you want to get to iPhone five, what do they have to do? Get a new case, get new processing speed, get a new camera, get new buttons, get a new look. And it's all these different things that's built around stimulating the people to actually stay around. People, if you went from iPhone four to iPhone five and you changed nothing, which I know because I had the Palm Pilot. When Palm Pilot, Palm Pilot 2 came out, they changed nothing. What did I do? I'm about to go to a new carrier. Yep. But we do that to ourselves. People yep. are like, well, I want to quit this job and go to the next. I want to move and go to the next. I want to get a new girlfriend. Yeah, but wherever you go, you still got to take yourself with you. So you're going to attract the same thing. So it's about being aware that everything that's around you right now is trying to tell you something teach you something and no matter where you go even if you went to another planet you're going to experience like freaking little martian <laughs> like you, the martian that's just like your boss that you tried to escape something is going to remind you that it's testing time and if you do not pass your tests you don't go to the next level so your family can represent the strength that it takes so that when you get out in the real world and deal with some real people, you have already worked all these testing subjects called my brother, my sister, my dad, my, all these people who didn't believe in me. And then all of a sudden you develop this massive amount of confidence and everything. Why do I just know how to do this? Yeah, because you learned through the immerse, emotional trainers called your mom and dad and everybody else. You got that uh, osmosis effect. And you heard it here first, by the way, Martians are for sure real now. So <laughs> it's confirmed. Now it's confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, man. That, that, that's beautiful shit. I think it's fascinating the way that our energy on this podcast continues to, to rise. You know, we started in such a chill kind yeah. of atmosphere and now we're like, let's get them, yeah, yeah, yeah. get them. You know, <laughs> now, now, now we're Stephen Curry at the championship, man. Now we're locked in. I'm loving this. Uh, you, the word power keeps coming up, man. It's come up several times you've talked a lot about you know the the power of uh surrender the, the power by Rhonda. great book um how do you define power for yourself and little twist there is if you had a little mini version of you aka like a little kid how would they how would you tell them to approach power well from an authentic standpoint and a love standpoint the most the greatest gift that you can give to the world is you and your authentic nature. Like that is the greatest gift. And that's where your power lies. Why? Because you think about this, you look at a bird, the bird, well, the bird is using everything that's already inside of it. It's using every stretch of its arm, all of its heart, everything that's already that the bird came over to this earth with. And it's, flow is happening you look at the fish same thing look at a rhinoceros 
same thing. It, it, but, but a bird is a bird and an alligator is an alligator. However, if the bird were to try to be an alligator, you could see how life would be difficult. It would be difficult yeah. to be an alligator. So humans <laughs> are the only life forms that tries to be something that they're not. And so we wonder why there's so much confusion and so many lost people, people committing suicide. It's because people are not functioning truly at the, coal, at, at the core of who they really, 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 really are. Trying to impress people, trying to, uh, and, you know, trying to prove themselves to, their, to something that their mom or dad said when they were like five years old and things like that but they're being shells of their past, but not really who they are. Who they really are is their power. There's a certain power energetic field that is already latent inside of who you naturally are. When I became Garen Stefan Jones and wasn't trying to be this person, that person, that's when life came to me. It's like I was, Oh, a part of nature. And I look out my window and I see all these trees that will be here long after we're gone that produce fruit. And then it's not, they're not trying to produce food or forcing themselves to produce fruit. It is part of nature. So when we become in our innate nature, then we become part of what makes the world actually go round. 100%. I, I love that. I, we, I talk about this a lot um, with people trying to build a business, right? They'll try and force it. They'll try to be like, why isn't my business at $100 million? I'm like, look, man, take a plant, plant the plant. Water the plant. Give it light. And then observe it. Okay, now try yelling at it. Did that help? No. Okay, so why are, you, why are you trying to force yourself into a box that you're not supposed to be in? I think there's there's some fascinating concepts here. Let's, let's, let's go further. Um, I've had this where I'll, I'll let my authentic self shine through. I'm, I'm kind of an OCD kind of guy. I'm OCD. I'm type A. I'll rock it. Boom, 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 boom. And sometimes people either get offended or people um, don't accept that which you are. So let's talk a little bit about how, how do you go and you tap in and you become unapologetic? Because we're taught in school, like, don't rub too many elbows, right? Don't do this. And it's really not a, a strategy for success at all. Um, I, th I think you should. You, like, if you, if you want to knock over the rhinoceros, like, do it. You know, I mean, it might not end, like it might not be the best strategy, but at least you're doing you. So how do you go about dealing with uh, that sense of, of acceptance and going against the grain where sometimes you kind of have to? Um, do, you, do you roll the dice and say, you know what, I'm going to be me no matter what, period. The people that are in my life because of that are going to be in my life and anybody else doesn't matter. It's like a Dr. Seuss quote, right? So, uh, you know, you know, you know, the one, you know, the one. It's all about the people that matter, right? So those are you, we'll, we'll add it in the description. I want people to be able to figure it out themselves a little bit. You know, we can't just give them all the goodies right here all at the same time. We need their brains active here. Um, but how do you go about dealing with that where you maybe, you, you know, we, so I'll give you a little bit more, more backstory for this. We used to teach uh, dating advice, right? We, we'd run these large seminars, 300, 400, 500 people uh, dating advice for, uh, for men. And uh, they would say, well, I'm trying to be myself in this particular situation and I get that word, right? Rejected. I get rejected. And sometimes it feels like you're not just rejected by that, by that person, you're rejected by the world, right? And then you have to kind of recollect, put yourself back together. So how do you deal with that where, where, where you're going full force and you hit a little bit of a wall there? Um, how do you approach that for the guys? Because I think a lot of people are going to experience that where they're going to be there themselves 
they're going to get a little bit of pushback and then they're going to give up instead of doubling down and saying, no, no, this is where my power is at. They're going to give up. What do they do? If you and your heart of hearts truly feel that it's the way stand for possibility. And when your dreams are big, your dream will unlock resistance that mats that matches the same level of strength. So you say, I have this big dream. I want to retire my mom. I want to do all this other stuff, right? Big dream. Say, for instance, the big dream is training for a double back-to-back marathon and you've never run one lap around the block. Okay, well, it's going to take a lot of resistance training. I'm going to, and especially if you come to me for a coach, I'm not giving you a workout from here to the kitchen. I'm going to bust your ass for a long period of time so that your body can comprehend that you're actually ready for the race that you said that you wanted. So a lot of times people say, I want this big thing, but they're not willing to show up to all of the challenges that are designed to test you to see if what you want is what you actually want. So what you think you're coming up against is not what it's not even actually what it is that's on the surface what it is is any decision that you make in life the bigger it is the bigger the resistance that you're going to face that's just natural listen every decision has all the seasons winter spring summer fall but you know in different parts of the world they have different seasons and and things like that but just know that you will no matter what you decide to do come up against maybe early on maybe later on something that's going to challenge you to grow so that it can see that you are capable of sustaining at the next level that's why they don't put first graders in fifth grade you've got a series of tests that you have to pass and here's how school works kindergarten first second third fourth fifth top of the class drop six seven eight top of the class drop 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, life. Guess what? The rises and falls and yearly testing when it comes to life never stops. So the second you want to start growing, you're going to pick up where you left off. So if you ever miss school for like two, three weeks, it seems like you got a lot of catching up to do. So when life happens and you don't realize that you're still in school of life, You might have 10, 15 years to catch up. So how would you have to do that? Override your study. Immerse in whatever it is that you want to learn. You want to learn a new language? Okay, well, you've got to immerse yourself in that language. So the new language of change, the new language of the next level, the new language of whatever takes a different level of you and you're going to be tested. There are going to be bullies at every level. Now, here's the cool thing when you even take it and scale it out even further. You go out and look at the mountain range. Mountain range goes up and down like this. You look at the waves, it goes up and down like this. If you take your, the breath that's breathing out of your mouth, it's going back and forth, but if you turn it sideways, it's going up and down. When you're dead in the hospital, flatline. What signifies life? Movement, fluctuation. <laughs> Oh, peaks and valleys.
So the peaks and valleys and the hard things are designed specifically according to the dream that you ask for. So you say a big dream, everything that comes in that was part of your testing time. But the reason why it hurts so bad is because the only way to get your attention is through your heart. So what's connected to your heart? You're gonna use your wife, your husband, your kids, school, the president, whatever it is, to get your attention. When it got your attention, now, testing time. Even, oh. and I'm gonna close it with this. I love even, this. Even when you're playing Super Mario Brothers, you get to the end of the round, you gotta face a freaking boss, or King Koopa, or a dragon. You lose to the dragon, you stay at the same level. You pass the dragon, you go to the next level. You ever said to yourself, why does the same thing keep happening to me? You might be losing to the same dragon at the end of the round. You might be losing to the dragon of dating that same guy and you know you don't wanna be in a relationship or the girl or not giving up the alcohol or the drugs or the stealing or whatever it is might be the dragon you keep losing to. Boom, that's powerful. And I, we go, I wanna take that a little bit further too. You mentioned challenges, 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 and, and we go even further, we say opportunities, right? Yeah. You set that big goal, you wanna get to that big mountain, and now there's this big cliff. This is your opportunity to do that thing that you're meant to do. You say you wanna be an artist, and you, you, know, you, you can't quite get the gigs that you want. Well, this is an opportunity for you to get the gig and be the artist you're meant to be. Let's say you wanna be a, a professional athlete, right? And you're not, you're not quite able to get it. Opportunity, opportunity, opportunity for you to do that thing that you set out to do. Because the truth is, if you don't do it, then you're not living your life anymore. Like I truly believe, uh, I've got this big quote, it's like everything happens exactly the way it's supposed to. And so whenever something that is perceived by other people as negative happens, I always go, man, that's such a blessing. And they go, what do, you, what do you mean? I just had this really traumatic, crazy thing. And, or, and I've had it before where I'll sit there and go, this is amazing. It hurts. It might hurt. It might be painful. I might be in tears. But man, I, that gratitude comes through so powerfully. And uh, I think the people that are like, you can hear the power in your voice when you speak. That's one of the biggest reasons I wanted to have you on because it's so congruent. It's so on point. There's no filter. It's a channeling point. It's a, it's a it's you're directly tapping into the energy of the universe and you're bringing it down. You're becoming that beacon of light that I think uh, the world needs so much more of. So first off, thank you. Second off, um, you mentioned coaching. Let's unpack that really quick because those of you guys that are listening, you can, you can, you can feel the power. You, you can feel it. It's not, it's not an illusion. It's not a marketing gimmick. It's not a, no, you can feel there's, there's something very, very authentic and very powerful and very, um, very pure actually very pure at the essence so huge credit to you for taking that purity and saying here it is here's who i am and i don't care what you guys do with it it's going to stay pure it's going to stay a shining ball of light no matter what period so for the people that want to tap into that you mentioned you do you, you do wellness coaching you do healthiness coaching um transformational work talk a little bit about what, what you actually do you know what you do man how do you go about it how do you approach it and, this is where it all started. I was 30, well, I was 40 pounds overweight. My mom was dying in the hospital. She had like, what, 19 back-to-back -back surgeries. She has 12 different medications, had a year to live. My brother was obese. Everybody in my family was overweight. And I started putting on weight. I went from 155 to 200 pounds. And I'm just like, damn, man. And it's just like, 
I couldn't run anymore and I was really sluggish. And then one day, just through the course of having this whole um, just mindset shift, I, I, I had, I was at a gas station with my last $2 and I ran into this um, uh, quote unquote homeless guy, which I now feel is, was my angel and asked me for money. I said, he, I said, you have more money than me. He said, change your mindset, change your life. And in that moment, I stopped my tracks and it had me thinking about all these things that was going on in my life. And I'm like, man, I'm like, so if my mind is set on something, then that's why the result is what it is. So if I do different with the same circumstance, my life will change. Every day I kept playing with that concept. So I've come to the escalators, change your mindset, change your life. I would take the stairs. So I was building new neural pathways without even knowing what that was simply because I was doing the opposite of everything that I would normally do when an object in motion stays in motion. I'd already built a ritual of doing the opposite. So because that was already part of my nature, when it came to more challenging and opportunistic things, it was easy for me to simply do the opposite. So one day I realized my health was so, it was horrible growing up in the South eating just Salisbury steak and all the stuff that they were feeding at schools to the kids, not healthy at all. I decided change your mindset, change your life. So I'm going to get healthy. And then when I said, I'm going to get healthy and I actually said it out loud, all of a sudden I met this guy who introduced me to the opportunity to get healthy and I turned him down, not even realizing that's what I asked for when I was crying in the car. I said, I want to be healthy. Boom. And then finally I just decided to call him back and I called him back. He then took me under his wing, taught me everything there was to know about nutrition. I ended up losing 35 pounds putting, uh, in three and a half months, putting on 19 pounds of muscle, taking my body fat from 16.4% down to 6%. And this was at age 32. And I'm like, I'm just getting better, a better version of me. Well, naturally, if I have a can of oxygen and I can breathe, and if you're dying right in front of me, why would I not give you the can of oxygen? Okay, well, it was an opportunity for me to be able to monetize what was happening to me. And if I know that you're not healthy and you're coming to me looking for help, it was easy for me to sell something that I passively, I mean, I, I passionately believed in, not even realizing I passionately believed in it. I would do it for free. And that's exactly what I asked for. Then whether I was making money or not had no justification on, on how I performed. I was just going to be passionate in something that I, that my heart was set on. Boom. That. And again, I'll go back to the cup. Whatever you put your energy on, you keep pouring and pouring and pouring. So a lot of times people are doing things that are, they're passionate about. They're not seeing the result. Yeah. Because it's got to pour inside of you first and then it reaches the tipping point. And then it spills over into the physical evidence in your life. So what everybody is seeing now is from eight years prior 
when I was in my storage unit and I had 125 personal development videos out and I was still living in my car. When I was working people out at the beach for free, at the mountain for free, asking for no dime and I just kept doing that. So I felt like the universe gave me exactly what I was doing for free and gave me a way to monetize it, which is what I'm doing now all over the world. Dude, I love it. They always say, make your mess your message. So powerful. And I think as entrepreneurs, we make this mistake all the time is we think we're smart. Like as humans, we think we're smart, right? We're given like opposable thumbs. We can like, we have all this technology. And so we are tricked into this illusion that we're smart and that we know everything, right? Oh, I've got, you know, uh, when it comes to meeting that, that perfect person, Oh, I know how to do that. Oh, when it comes to fit, yeah, I, I know how to do that. Oh, when it comes to building this, oh, I know how to do that. But the universe always knows better. The universe always knows better. That's why sometimes people come to me, they're like, Mikhail, like, how old are you? I'm like, I feel like I'm eight, maybe 12 years old. Like, I feel like I'm so curious to find out more. I, lo I love the universe. I love the planet. I love, I love what it has to offer. And that's why I think having you on is, is so powerful because that, the training that you're doing it's, it's allowing people to blossom, man. It's, it's tapping into that core essence of who you are as a human being. And it's, it's unleashing it onto the world in, in a, in a, in a torrent of power and powerful force. And uh, the more of that, that we get the better, but I just want for the people that are listening to, I think a lot of the stuff we talk about, like people are going to nod their head, right? And they're going to be like, yeah, I get it. I need to tap into my power, but what's going to happen tomorrow. You're going to wake up and you're going to, be going into the same pattern. Some of them might be good patterns, but those, those patterns that are maybe not serving you, the thing with that is you're not so smart to see that. Like we can't see our own blind spots, right? So what's gonna happen is you're gonna find yourself repeating some of those same behaviors and then the outcome's going to repeat also. You're gonna find yourself repeating the past, right? Our past is built on things we've learned from our parents, from society, from teachers. We've, we've inherited, we've picked up all of these little things into our little backpack of life along the way. And we don't really take the time to take that, set that down and clear it out. We just kind of assume that those things are meant to be there, but they're not. And often people struggle with making that impact of, of living that purpose, but they don't realize that they have this backpack full of stuff that they're carrying that's weighing them down. And I think, uh, what you do is so powerful because you, you kind of make people reevaluate their life purpose, right? We, we get this, we get this little bit of time and it, it's this illusion that we have all the time in the world. Like, okay, we could talk about cosmic entities and becoming one. And like, we are all one, the separations illusion for sure. Like, I, like we could vibe on that for a whole nother podcast. And yeah. I'm, I'm, to I'm totally down with that, man. Your vibe, your vibe is unlike any other. Absolutely love it. But I think for the people, for the coaching specifically, I really want to hammer this home. Because when you look in the mirror, I call it the spark. There's that spark. You know, you'll get it. You'll lock your eyes at yourself and you go, there's, there's that. And then why can't you have that all the time? Why can't you have that when all of a sudden you have to go into that nine to five? Or for you, it was, you know, when you are homeless, when you are going through struggle, when you are going through heartbreak, when you are going through challenges in your life, where's that spark then? Why, why is it that sometimes we have it but then sometimes we lose it. So um, for those of you that are listening, I highly recommend, I, we're gonna include all the links to your coaching and everything down below, to your socials down below. I think it's super critical for people to understand. Yes, look, you can nod along and you can say, cool, I'm pumped up, I'm hyped up. You can feel that energy, right, in your body when you speak. And 
what I want to kind of relate to everybody who's listening is you don't just get a chance to be a part of that. You get a chance to find a way to unleash that same energy within yourself so that you can live what your purpose is by, um, by doing the coaching. Uh, I've had quite a few conversations with people that are work with you and it's just like, it's phenomenal stuff. It's, it's like a little star, you know, my parents are theoretical physicists, right? So like stars, it's, I call it like a star explosion. Like I got like a little nice little sun, you know, yeah. and my little stuff on my wrist here. So, um, I think it's powerful to, to tap in. So just for, for those of you that are listening, if you're like, yo, I'm vibing with this, this is cool. Now, like right, 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 right now, catch it now while it's hot on your mind, because what's going to happen is you'll kind of go wander off into the world of Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, and then you'll find yourself repeating those patterns. And that pattern interrupt can truly become the most powerful uh, thing for you in the world. So um, again, we'll include all the stuff. Uh, do you want to do a quick little call to action? Like how can people find out more about like the coaching specifically? I want to unpack a couple more things after, but um, I think for the guys that, that are interested that like are like, yo, like give me, give me more. I want, I got the appetizer. I want the fish. I want the whole thing. How do I, how do, how do they do that? Yeah, no, it's funny. It, it's so funny how the, the coaching even how it even happened, but first you had to ask the question. So I definitely don't want to blow over that. You were like, why can't people have that shine all the time? Yeah. If people had that shine all the time, then you wouldn't know when it was time to grow. And so I feel like, you know, just imagine a baby inside of a womb. There's a point where the, you know, the egg is ovulating and all of a sudden this baby that's growing on the inside can only grow so much. And then another process has to happen. Babies are born from blood and chaos and all this kind of stuff. So to bring it into light, there must be some kind of struggle, opportunity, challenge, all of that is ah, 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 next round. So the reason why is because we are designed to continuously keep evolving. You cannot evolve easily. You just can't. I, listen, I don't know why. However, you can lessen the blow when you are quick to surrender have no ego present, come from a loving space, come from being from neutral, letting go of your resentment, being quick to forgive. You will build such a powerful wall outside of you and this powerful energy inside of you so that when it comes testing time or when it comes evolving time, you will be so strong that you're just, because your momentum, one, your momentum hits people before you physically hit them. So your momentum, your energetic momentum has so much generating out of it. Your light starts then, it's like the little bugs that fly into light. It's like, bam, bam. You become like repellent to these things that are resistant to you because you generated so much power inside of you. So that is something that I'm always constantly working on and guess what? Nobody's safe. I don't care who you are, how much work that you do, you will be blindsided. I just got a like me and my wife came together and I've been doing all this work by myself. So when it came to integrating someone who's equally, equally, if not as even more powerful than me, and we're sharing the same space, oh my God, all kinds like, did I do any work for the last, on my mind for the last 
you know, eight years. However, it was called for time to grow, Gary. Time to grow. Time to grow. Time to grow. So now we're amplifying each other. So what I want to leave people with is this. And, and just really quick, this is how I got into coaching. Your health affects your heart. Whatever is going on with your heart affects how you feel. How you feel determines your thoughts. Your thoughts determine your words. Your words determine your actions. And your actions determine your outcome. And I was like, oh, I have gotten to the root of it. But then once I started to venture out and really just like really put myself out there beyond the health and wellness world, I realized that there was a lot of people in business that were massively successful on the outside who had horrible relationships with their family, horrible relationships with themselves, drinking the night away and hiding things to cover up what's inside. And a lot of times these high productive people were overcompensating in their work to disguise from the fact that they never really looked at themselves, really. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that niche market Boom. and all these people started coming to me, they were like, I want that. I'm like, yo, you're, you're in $15 million a year. I was like, yeah, but you just got a relationship with your daughter. I want that. And then I was like, I want that. I want a soulmate. I was like, it's a powerful woman. It's got all this money, all these companies, everything. They're like, I want a powerful partner like that. How'd you? And I was like, oh, these powerful people need some kind of spiritual guidance. They need some kind of guidance that truly has them be aligned so they can attract their mirror because what they're attracting is who they really are beyond the work. 100%. So the coaching was like, how much did I pay? How, do, how much do I need to pay you? And I was like, I was saying some little low number because how I saw myself in, a, in an arena that I didn't know anything about was like, oh, $150. They're like, no, nah, you got to charge more than that. And I'm like, really? Okay, 300 And then it, I was getting with people and they were saying, yo, you're, I've worked with coaches and paid them 50000 all this kind of stuff. You, what you did in a 10 minute session was much more than they did in two years. You've got to charge more. Then all of a sudden I got up to 4,000 and 5,000 and 7,000 and it just started growing. And I was just like, yo, people pay. Why? Because the information that you get in two settings can actually compress time frames, so you don't have to go through all this shit for the next 20 years because I got mindset hacks for days that'll keep you locked in fully being yourself. So my coaching is all word of mouth. I don't even advertise, but the people keep coming. I love that. You know, I, I have this, I have this problem or I, I used to have this, this, this fascinating part of my psychology, right? Where I would mix up achievement and fulfillment. So those two words are so different, but they're so easy to confuse. You're talking about that where, you know, everything's good on the outside, right? Oh, the, the car is good. The house is beautiful. The, the bank account's doing great. Investments are doing great. The business is doing good. Why am I not happy? Why? Why? What's going on there? All the things that everybody told me I would need to be happy, I got. Why am I not happy? And then, so, so I, I mentioned the panda. There's a reason I got the panda. And it's actually to remind me 
there's a lot of different reasons, all right? One is there are these fuzzy little animals that like roll down the hill and stuff. Like they have no survival mechanism at all, yet somehow they've survived. So that cracks me up. But it's also to remind me that that happiness point has nothing to do with what you own, nothing. And once you're able to dial into the things that you have inside and unlock them and unleash them, it's in who you are. Be first, do second everything else will come. So that's where I love your coaching is you dial into the being. You dial into to the being at the human level, at the human essence, and it's infinitely powerful. And uh, really, it is truly the most important thing that we can do because after a while, time goes by, man. Time goes by. And, and that's it. You can't, you can't rewind. There's no rewind button. There's no reset. There's no you know, power it off, power it back on type of thing. That's it. That's your life. And so you've got an opportunity. Uh, right now to make a difference and and please take action on that so uh if they haven't already you guys you guys got to do it right it's a no-brainer um man this this la weather let's let's talk about this for a minute so we, we, well, we i just got back from minnesota so oh okay so it's light for you this is light well you know i i okay and so i love it when it rains in la okay i love this this winter weather i love it when it rains because it cleans and clears a lot of the energy components that are up in the air. And uh, the funny thing with coaching, so I've, I've had a, my share of coaches, uh, energy coaches, spiritual coaches, fitness coaches, diet coaches, uh, business coaches, like you name it. The funny thing with coaching is it's kind of like the rain, okay? It, it's going to wash away certain parts that you thought you needed that you held on to. You, you were saying, no, 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 I need that. I need to be, for me, for example, um, it's a, being a workaholic, okay? It's like, no, no, you need to work hard. You need to, you need to just outwork everybody. Kobe would do it. Michael, Jack, uh, Michael Jordan would do it. Boom, boom, you know, Tim Grover, relentless, bro. Go, 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 right? And then there came a point um, where through, through coaching, I realized, no, hold on, that, that's not serving me. That's serving the ego part of me. That's serving the achievement component of me. It's not doing anything for the fulfillment component. If you want to not just achieve a lot, I think achieving a lot, we unpack that in, in multiple uh, areas and you've unpacked that before too, as far as how to, how to resonate at that high level. So you, you do attract those things into your life and the, you, you are able to receive, right? They always say like uh, opportunity plus skill equals luck. I truly believe that when you're calibrating at a high level and you're doing the actions that creates those, those physical results, but also this ability to be fulfilled to have that relationship, to have that presence of mind, to have that feeling in yourself, like you belong here. And I think uh, you can't, you can't put a price on that. You can't replace that with anything else. Um, it's, it's super powerful. So man, thank you so much. I've got, I've got this like a giant note list. We could keep going. We could <laughs> totally keep going. But I think, I think for this run here, um, uh, let's just, let's just kind of relapse back through a couple of, of points here. Um, you can't see the picture while you're in the frame. Okay, that, that, one, that one resonated. What I, what I think uh, you said that was a great exercise for those of you that are listening is, you know, the mind is like a garden and the weeds don't need anything to grow. I thought that was really powerful because um, as we're going through life, these things keep coming up. And if you're someone, and hopefully if you're still listening, you've got to be someone who works on themselves and, and aims to improve. You're like, I thought I, I thought I figured, like, why are the weeds still coming? I thought I, I thought I did that work. I thought I, I thought I was done. You know, I thought I cleaned the house, right? But well, you know what happens? You clean the house, right? You, you can't just clean it once. That's not going to be a clean house. So I thought that was really powerful and really dialing into what you're focusing on. So can you maybe go through 
uh, to wrap here, go through some of your mantras. You mentioned mantras, you mentioned tapping into power. What are some of those uh, language tools that you use internally? Because your language is powerful, man. You just, you, you go, you dial in, you tap in, boom, the energy flows and you preach and uh, it resonates at a very, very high frequency. What are some of those things that you tell yourself or maybe uh, you tell people around you that, that lift them up, that, that build them up? Um, can you have maybe some little like tidbits? Well, the thing about it is, is uh, I don't use disempowering words. And a lot of disempowering words stir from when people were like little kids and that just evolves into the human that I'm not good enough and things like that. You don't like it rarely comes out. And that's when the weed creeps back. I'm like, okay, so there's a lot of stuff that I'm not doing right now that I get to do because I know how to trim the hedges and make sure I can cut the weeds and make sure that the garden is continuously nourished. So when it comes to people, I speak into the greatness of who they are, not who they are in the present moment. So if it's somebody who's like, he has no money or something like that. He's got a little drive. And so I, I put this little picture in my mind of this successful person with this drive, this evolved person. And when I'm speaking to them, I'm actually speaking from the lens of that energy. I'm speaking into the greatness of who they are. And when it does that, that, it's like a ricocheting effect. It ricochets into their soul. And when it ricochets into their soul, all of a sudden it's like, oh wow, this person believes in me. And it's like giving, it's the same kind of antidote that you, it's like when you're giving a flower proper water and sunlight. So it's like recognition, acknowledgement, but the thing about it is you treat people how you treat yourself. So when I see myself that way, I have the tools to give it to other people. You could shine that mirror out on the world. Absolutely. And, and it's fascinating caring, right? This, this idea of empathy, man, there, it, there's so much more to unpack, like this idea of having empathy, how to have empathy, how to do it without getting hurt and richer, man, there's, there's so, so much more to unpack. What I think we're gonna do is we're, I've, I've got this habit of like ranting on and on. It's gonna be a two, oh, three good. Hour, two, three hour podcast. I think uh, when, when the time is right, when the energy is aligned, Let's have you back. Let's talk a bit more about empathy. Let's talk a bit more about uh, some other things maybe that, that we'll, we'll kind of do a quick little well, here's, here's what's perfect. My book, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life, it will be out in February. Boom. And it has the empathy. It has the recognition. It has... It speaks about power and steps and all kind of stuff and everything. It's It's lessons of love, leadership, and transformation, but everything that I extracted from all of my stories and then put in a way where it's like, it's so relatable. It's everyday people's guide to understanding how to utilize the greatness that lives inside of you so you can produce extraordinary results in your life. I absolutely love that. What we'll do is we'll make a note to add the link to that when it drops to this podcast for sure. And then let's have you on again because uh, to promo that, uh, yeah. Absolutely thrilled. You know, we're, um, it's, it's an entrepreneurship podcast, right? So when it comes to like promotion, we're, we're very upfront. The people, you know, I vet the people I have on. Um, I think the audience trusts that. And uh, I really love sharing that message. I really love getting that message in front because, you know, there, there's so much out there. 
that this, uh, I truly believe there's a, there, you know, this, this might be like way too woo woo, way too crazy, but I believe there's a consciousness shift happening globally where we're dialing into the fact that like, we can't treat the planet the way we've been treating it. We can't treat each other the way we've been treating each other. There's something, there's a shift proactively happening and the vibration is raising. So everything that uh, is, is serving as little droplets of water, right? Every phrase that you and I say, every podcast we do, every video we create is a drop of water in that positive wave that's gonna lift everybody up and rise all boats. So um, just, I'm super grateful, super blessed to have you on, brother. Um, I'll, I'll include all the socials, all the links, everything down below. All right, so man, I've gotta say, I am blessed and grateful and just, oh, I'm fired up. I feel like my energy's been raised on this podcast. This has been Garen Jones, uh, absolute rock star. And dude, you're in LA, so if you ever wanna link up, I'm happy to, to swing up. I don't know where, where you're based at. Um, Studio City. Where are you? Studio City. Studio City, awesome. I'm, I'm in Hollywood, so we are, we are very, very close. Uh, we'd love to swing by. You, you've, got, you've got these crazy rooms. Let, to wrap, maybe, can you talk a little bit about some of these rooms you have in your house? Because it's, so, it's such a fascinating tidbit, and I'm sure a part of you, you did that so that you could talk about it, you know, so that you can connect the dots uh, for the people. But can you talk a little bit about the idea behind it, what you have in them, and how you approach that? Because it's just fascinating. Yeah, so um, while I was living in my storage unit, there was a guy who he, he, I was telling him, I was like, yeah, I need, to, I need to make a vision board and everything. He's like, why are you making a vision board? And, and, and I was like, because all the successful people do it. He was like, create a vision environment. I'm like, what's that? He said, take the borders off of your board and, and everything that you do, put a picture of what you actually want so it expands upon your environment. I was like, Okay, so you mean, because right now I'm living in my storage. He's like, what's in the storage? I said, clothes. He said, put a picture of the clothes you want to wear. He's like, you know, what are you driving? And, you know, I had a previous record deal that I had left like long before. So I had a car. He's like, put a picture of your dream car inside the car that you get into. So when you get into it, you're getting into the possibility of what you'll be driving one day. And then so I started doing all of that, right? So I did all of that. Every single thing, I mean everything to the T, to the clothes, to the house, to everything is what I attracted and what I have right now. So while I was living in my storage unit, I said, you know what? I want a house that has all, it's like Willy Wonka and the personal development factory. It's of uh, this house has got, I love, I love the sky and I love to look at clouds and everything, but I want this big this big picture of Jesus just like reaching down and like pulling me up. And then so, and I want that. And I said, I want pandas everywhere because pandas are my spiritual animal. So when you pull that up, I was like, not an accident. Um, and you know, I want a house that, that just like, that reminds me of nature. So bamboo and got grass on the floor and everything. And I was like, and I just, I want to do it. And I want, and I want just like different primary colors that taps into my inner child. And so that was in 2009. So when I walked into this house, I knew that this was the house that it was going to be. And you just see all these different elements. Oh, it's beautiful. See, I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm floating. I don't know about anybody else listening to this, but I actually feel lighter on my feet from this podcast. And that's a testament to your energy and to the work you've been doing. And uh, thank you, man. Thank you for, for everything. You're welcome. 
Appreciate you, brother. So much love for you. Uh, we'll include all the links down below. And uh, to wrap here, uh, do you have any parting words for anyone going, going through struggle, going through something difficult? Um, I'll let you take it away from here. If whatever it is that you do is not connected to your heart, it's not serving that dream of yours. What comes from the heart goes into the heart. So when you lead from there and you're truly leading from your heart, it's going to shape you and all the things that come into your life is gonna shape you and mold you into the kind of person that's strong enough and that can sustain at whatever level you're professing to go to, go to but you must grow through the process. So change your mindset, change your life. Well, thank you so much. As always, it's been Garen Jones on the Hustle System Podcast, where we have pandas. We, we have lots of pandas. <laughs> and pandas. And, and pandas. And that's the jam. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. You guys have been amazing. As always, all of the references, call to actions, happy thoughts, maybe a link to some pandas uh, will be in the show notes. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. This has been Garen Jones. Over and out. I'll see you in the next one. Peace, boy. It really is a revolution. We've never wavered in that vision. I believe we should strive to do things in his spirit. Everything you hold worthwhile is at stake. Beyond yourself and ourselves. I have a dream. Freedom is indivisible. I took the initiative in creating the internet. There have come with incredible rapidity, one electrical arc after another. Still trying to get myself adjusted.